With a footing in nine of the ten ASEAN nations, Maybank and its insurance and tackerful arm Etika are well positioned to benefit from the AEC's standardised financial framework. Joining me down the line, Kamaluddin Ahmed, CEO of Maybank Aegis Holdings. Kamaluddin, what challenges does Etika currently face expanding overseas? The uh, challenges that we are facing are mainly finding the right partner. For the most part, uh, all the country regulators, they won't allow you to come in and have a 100% stake in a local operation. And most countries are not issuing new licenses. But really, when you talk about ASEAN, there are five countries that are really the most significant, which is Singapore, Malaysia, Thailand, Indonesia, and Philippines. Vietnam is there, but there's still some challenges. There's a bit of challenges going into Indonesia. The Philippines are relatively open. Thailand is quite open, but you know, you cannot have a majority stake. How will the ASEAN economic community's simplification of financial services improve things? And what's the timeline? That will definitely improve things. But the only setback that I'm seeing is it has not been progressing as fast as we had hoped for, especially in the financial services industry. All the countries are pretty cautious about opening up. When that happens, you know, it will make things a lot easier. In terms of timeline, I'm not seeing that happening in the next two years at least, maybe even three to five years. Your parent company, Maybank, already operates across the ASEAN region. What advantage does this give you over your competitors? I think the main advantage is, you know, being part of this pretty sizable banking group. They have a lot of presence everywhere and we always have the first right of refusal. But that doesn't mean that everything is to our advantage in the sense that we get everything inexpensive. It is more having the access to discussion, access to distribution as well. In Malaysia, we believe insurance and takapu is about helping people. We try to inculcate that in every employee in the organization. Okay, by having that message, the staff start to do things that they see. You know, if I do this, would that be helpful to public out there? An example would be, you know, in our claims department, they look for social media for media to check for accident cases. And if they find out there are casualties, uh, then they will start checking whether these are our customers or not. So if they are our customers, we reach out to our family members and we deliver the compensation we make sure that we are as proactive as possible. What challenges and what growth can we expect in the Asian insurance industry in 2017? The growth in demand has really been in uh, medical, uh, retirement. But the challenge has always been how do you price this side? How do you cope with inflation, medical inflation and so on? But the demand is going to be there and don't see that slowing down. On the uh, general or property casualty side, there's a lot of infrastructure-driven uh, demand. We see that we need to continue for the next at least two years. Countries like Malaysia, Indonesia, the Philippines, even Vietnam, you know, they are, they are building infrastructure. So we see a lot of growth on the general side because of that. On the life side, the challenge is more of the return that we can, we can give back to the customer. So that's been the challenge and we foresee that to be, to be even more challenging in the coming years. Kamaluddin, thank you very much. Thanks for watching. As always, you can find out more about ASEAN economic integration at worldfinance.com. And please subscribe for more stories from the insurance industry, as well as all the latest insights from World Finance.